Good evening and welcome. We are being transformed into Christ's likeness. Let's sing. We are all we are all one in mission. And you know the tune to this. I'm going to ask our organists to play a bit of it so that you know the uh, the tune that we'll be singing this song. Well, good evening to you. Before we begin the uh, sending part of this service tonight, uh, I'd like to make a uh, take an opportunity to uh, pay special recognition to one of our faculty members. Uh, annually, the faculty has a commencement dinner that will take place this Saturday. At that dinner, we honor faculty members for years of service. I felt it was appropriate to uh, honor one of our faculty members tonight because tomorrow morning he will be getting on a plane around 6 o'clock traveling to Portland, Oregon where he'll be representing Nazarene Bible College at a district assembly in Oregon Pacific. So tonight I'd like to honor Dr. Alan Like for 15 years of service to Nazarene Bible College. Thank you very much. Thank you. You know what? I think we can do better than that for Chaplain Light, don't you? Fifteen years he has invested his life in so many lives and uh, we are deeply, deeply grateful for Chaplain Allen Like and all that he means to us individually and to us as a college. So congratulations. And now before us tonight is the Sending Chapel. The sending service of Nazarene Bible College is that special event in which the faculty and administration send the graduates of the college out to minister to our world. Such a sending should be done with great joy, amen? amen. Great joy and blessings that the students might be empowered and the faculty might be strengthened by the product of their labors. Lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white, all ready to harvest. These are ready for your work, Lord. And we give thanks to you for them. So remember the words of our Lord as found in the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verses 19 through 22, which says, As the Father has sent me, 
I am sending you. You see, the God who called you is faithful. He has kept you through years of preparation. And He will keep you as you go. I note that twice in this passage that, as, that we have read that our Lord blesses His disciples by saying, Peace be with you. It is most appropriate that in this sending chapel, those who have taught you, encouraged you, prayed with you, and believed in you, should have the opportunity to send you with a blessing. Now, quite frankly, for several years, it was a time when the president preached. But when I came along about four years ago, I thought, at that time, you know, I, I'm just so new here, I'm not sure I know you as well as the faculty knows you. And the faculty, we had a discussion and we said, would you be willing to, to bless those students that you have taught and send them forth with a blessing? And they were eager to do that. So this has become a new tradition for us. That rather than you hear a sermon, you receive a blessing. And so tonight, that's what we're going to do. So they will come and share with you what's on their heart. God bless them as they come. Well, to our graduates, I offer God's blessing of relationship and friendship. From Ecclesiastes, we read, Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up the other, but woe to the one who is alone and falls, and does not have another to help. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And although one might prevail against another, two will withstand one. A threefold cord is not easily broken. You have been designed to be in relationship with God, certainly, but also with those you meet along life's journey. Nazarene Bible College has equipped you with the tools for building relationships. The enemy of God would have those tools to rust from lack of use. He would separate you from others using division. He works best on those who are alone. Your God, the gentle shepherd, bids you come. Come to him, to his flock. Whether he's called you as an under-shepherd or sheep, stay near to him and his people. Do everything you can to build and strengthen the flock. Be in relationship, in friendship. Be a friend. Our blessing on you this evening is adapted from the breastplate of St. Patrick. As you leave this sacred place, may the strength of God pilot you the power of God preserve you. 
May the wisdom of God instruct you and the hand of God protect you. May the way of God direct you, the shield of God defend you. May the host of God guard you against the snares of the evil one and the temptations of this world. May Christ be with you. Christ before you and behind you, above you and beneath you, to your left and to your right. May Christ be within you. Christ in the heart of everyone who thinks of you. Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of you. Christ in every eye that sees you. Christ in every ear that hears you. May the salvation of the Lord be yours this day and evermore. Amen. Amen. My blessing this evening is in the form of a prayer for you, adapted from Mary Fairchild. As I look toward the future, bright hope conducts this prayer, for I know the plans you have for them were wrought with divine care. Holy Spirit, lead them. Let them run at your command. Yet be still and know that you are God when troubles close at hand. Your word will be a lamp for them, a guide to light their way, a solid place to set their feet, a compass when they stray. May they live their life to praise you, not for fortune, not for fame. May everything they say and do bring glory to your name. May their eyes stay fixed upon you as they seek the way that's pure, tasting your love and goodness, sleeping and rising secure. Planted by your living streams, they'll delight in all your ways. Hidden by your sheltering wings with new mercies for each day. Even in a dangerous land, when storms threaten to destroy, at the cross they'll stand upon the rock, their strength, their hope, their joy. Dear Lord, show them your favor. At all times, keep them blessed. May your face ever shine upon them with peace and perfect rest. My blessing to you comes with several scriptures and some interesting quotes that I have always found to be some of my favorites. As you follow the call into ministry, always serve others by taking time for yourself and time spent with those around you. Always remain positive, humble, and aware of whom you are in Christ. Ephesians 1, 3. Look to him in all circumstances and be thankful God has provided you with the unique talents and abilities that you all possess. 
Welcome each ministry challenge in ways that will bring you continued growth and strength. Be aware of your most important possessions, which are honesty, integrity, and being an example of God's love throughout your daily walk in ministry. Romans 12, 10 to 13. My prayer to my Lord and Savior is for you to be blessed with guidance, success, and happiness as a result of answering your call to ministry. Give these graduates discernment and patience to deal with obstacles. Enjoy the joy as they receive goals. Persistence to finish the race and to always experience your infinite love and wisdom in all things. Proverbs 24, 3 to 5. The quotes that I have selected, and I will read them and then see if you may recognize where they came from. Lord grant that I might always desire more than I can accomplish. Michelangelo. You're not very smart if you're not a little kinder and wiser than yesterday. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. What do we live for if not to make life less difficult for each other? George Eliot. People become really quite remarkable when they start thinking that they can do things when they believe in themselves that they have the first secret of success. Norman Vincent Peale. And then I can't leave without having something by a musician. And Dr. Lambright, you'll like this one too. Don't give up trying to do what you really want to do. Where there is love and inspiration, I don't think you can go wrong. Ella Fitzgerald. <laughs> May the Lord, maker of heaven and earth, bless you. May you be blessed for the contributions you have made to our lives here on this campus. May you become a blessing to those whom you will serve in the future. May the Lord, maker of heaven and earth, bless you. In his book, Earthly Mysticism, William McNamara comments on what an awesome, and he says even terrible thing, it is to be called by God. When God asks the question, where art thou? He suggests this halting and reverent response. Here I am, Lord, standing defenselessly 
and transparently in your presence. Take me. Possess me. Seize me. Consume me. And then, if you will, if it's your good pleasure, send me into the world with your message, your scorching words, and your flaming love. Graduate says you follow God's call on your life. Take the scripture with you that um, has become my life promise. God gave it to Moses when he said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Look where you are, on the verge of a new adventure. Because you were obedient when he called, you are now transformed and being transformed. And because you have submitted to the arduous work of study, there will be those in eternity in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ that might not otherwise be there. And because you have placed yourself in inconvenient places with suffering and with work, there will be those whom you touch who will be comforted and healed by that touch. And this is my blessing to you. May he who called you, gifted you, grace you in all your tomorrows. May your greatest success be in your obedience to all that he ever dreamed you to become. May his peace abide in you, in each storm, in each struggle, in each challenge. And may at the end of your journey, you be found safe in his presence, blameless, faithful, and full of his everlasting joy. Amen. May the grace of God that has enfolded you from the beginning, that beckoned you into his presence, that birthed you into his family, that is changing you into his likeness, that summoned you into his service, that led you to this college and has undergirded your time here. May that same grace guide your every moment, shape your every prayer, Mold your every word. Empower your every deed. Illumine your every challenge. Enlarge your every dream. And keep your every care. Until the day of Christ appearing. And until we meet again. Amen.
while I look at you, I also see hundreds more who have sat in our online classes and completed their requirements in very different circumstances around the world. So my blessing is for you. Some of you have been in my class, survived math, and um, hope you think differently about it, maybe. Um, you have been the student and the follower. Now you will go forth to be the teacher and the leader. May you hold close to your heart the understanding that Jesus did not come to be served, but to serve. Become great through serving. Be first by being last and the servant of all. When you serve, do it with the strength God provides so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ and you will be blessed. In your service, may your life remind others of how Jesus took the little child into his arms and said, whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. Whoever welcomes me does not welcome me, but the one who sent me. Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these, and you will be blessed. In 2 Corinthians 3 and 1 Thessalonians 2, Paul is writing to those who have received the blessings of his ministry. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Or do we need, like some people, letters of recommendation to you or from you? You yourselves are our letter written on our hearts known and read by everybody. You show that you are a letter from Christ, the result of our ministry, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. For what is our hope, our joy, or the crown in which we will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus when He comes? Is it not you? Indeed, you are our glory and our joy. As the Lord Jesus Christ has redrawn our lives after his image in the ink of the Spirit. And as by his grace he has used us to redraw your lives. After his image by that same Spirit. May the Lord of life use you to rewrite the life stories written on tablets of human hearts. 
And as you leave us, we look forward to that day when we will all be reunited before his throne and we shall bear you as our proud crown of hope and joy. As you lay at our Lord's feet the diaries of your lives filled with parchments of those who by your ministries have been born not of flesh and blood, but of the Holy Spirit. The story is told of a young Jewish student who had studied for a long time under the wise guidance of a rabbi named Moisha. After several years of study, the student became very troubled and agitated, and so Moisha visited with the student to discover what the problem was. The student looked at Moisha and said, I have studied the lives of the heroes of the faith for several years now, and I have become very frustrated. I have discovered that regardless of how faithful or insightful or wise I try to become, there will always be an Abraham or a Moses or a Solomon who is even more faithful or more insightful or who is even wiser than I am. How can I truly serve God and give myself to his kingdom when there are so many other individuals who will always be greater than I am? How can I ever become an Abraham or a Moses or a Solomon? Moshe looked at his student for a moment and then answered, My child, the greatest challenge that God has ever given to me was not for me to be an Abraham or a Moses or a Solomon. Rather, the greatest challenge that God has ever given to me was for me to be Moisha. As you leave this place, I do not want to challenge you to become another Alan Like or another Janine McConaughey or another Tom King. I want to challenge you to become the person that God has created you to be. Amen. Go from this place and be the man of God or the woman, woman of God that God planned you to be. Be the servant leader that God intended you to be. And so as you leave this special place called NBC, I'd like to remind you of the instructions that Peter gave to his readers in his second letter. Peter wrote, Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to your goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if you, if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from his past sins. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, be all the more eager to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never fail, and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. May the Lord bless you, and may you become Christ incarnate to a lost and dying world.
your task is not to extend the kingdom or even to build it. Your task and mine is to invite people into the kingdom to enter it. It is there we participate in his rule, in his presence, in his providence. I join with the Apostle Paul and pray this special prayer for you tonight. May the eyes of your heart, the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of Christ's calling and the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of the, his power towards you, according to the workings of his mighty power? I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and all discernment. Above all things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense, till the day of Christ. That you are to be filled with the fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling, I commend you. Unto him who is able to keep you from falling, I commend you. Place your hands in his strong hands and allow his rule, his presence, and the witness of his spirit to be yours forever and ever. Amen. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Henry Nouwen, a great companion of mine through his writings wrote these words. One of the most important spiritual disciplines is to develop the knowledge that the years of our lives are years on a mission. Now the roads that we will take as we leave this place will be as diverse as we are. But the common thread that binds us together is that timeless calling 
of our Lord and Savior to go into this world and make disciples. So as we have been called and as we have been sent, so now we send you. And I pray you will spend the rest of your life on a mission of fulfilling God's eternal call on your lives. And so we want to pray for you tonight. And I think it would be appropriate if you would come to the front and stand around the altars here. And I'm going to ask our faculty to gather behind you and to lay hands on you and to pray for you. I want you to know we will always have your back. You will forever be connected to us. And we will never forget you. So would you come? If you would just stand, I, it's going to be difficult for you to kneel in those gowns and keep your caps on. So we will ask you to stand and then I'm going to ask the faculty and administrators to come and stand behind you. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we bless your chosen ones. They have heard your call. They've responded to your call. They have prepared their hearts, minds, and spirit. And now we send them into the world. Father, I pray tonight that you will protect them from the evil one. That you will protect them by the power of your name. I pray that they will have the full measure of our Lord's joy. And I pray that your love may be in them. May they walk the days of their life in your grace and peace realizing that you are with them even to the end of the age. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious to you. And may the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. 
This we pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And now we're going to conclude by singing the doxology. <laughs> Dr. Lambright, come and lead us. Congregation, would you please stand as we sing together? <laughs>